and the key players in this episode of the Salt Wars was a man by the name of Charles Howard. Charles Howard was in the middle of everything, and basically what he was trying to do was uh, improve his financial position. He uh, gave several different accounts of where he was from. One was from Missouri, and the next one he was from Virginia, but he was... uh, He was a go-getter. So basically what he did is that uh, after he broke up with with Louis Cardenas, Cardis, uh, he immediately filed ownership on the Salt Lakes. Well, this didn't go over too well, and as he was going to the... uh, the county seat, San Elzario, to file all of this. He was accosted by a group of uh, San Elzario residents that had been uh, kind of whipped up into uh, a lather by their their priest, Father Varego. Well, they, uh, this crowd of young uh, people took uh, Charles Howard under arrest to threaten to kill him. And he was held for three days. And after three days, he decided that he liked life just a little bit more than uh, the Salt Lakes, and he uh, gave up his uh, right, his ownership rights, to the Salt Lakes and agreed to leave town. So immediately he left town and where did he go? He went north, up the up the Rio Grande River to New Mexico, to the, to the Mesilla Valley. And there he met up with his friend Albert Fountain, who had been state senator from the state of Texas. Well, he didn't stay up there very long. And uh, so he headed back, and in October, he uh, went into a grocery store, Mercantile, in Franklin, and there he came across his nemesis, Luis Cardenas. Well, he walks through the door, and he just happens to have with him a double-barreled shotgun. And Mr. Cardis runs behind the uh, the counter and hunkers down behind the counter and uh, to keep Howard from shooting him. Well, Howard shot his feet, and as he as Cardis fell to the floor. The second barrel of his shotgun sent Luis Cardis to be with his maker. Killed him. Well, the people in San Rosario are very upset. So they start raising raising Cain and threatening to uh, 
lynch anybody that's involved in it. And by this time, a telegraph had gone out to the governor of the state of Texas, one Richard B. Hubbard. He was the first governor from the state of Texas after radical Republican Reconstruction was taken away. So you've got a new governor at the state of Texas, and he sends a newly appointed Texas Ranger Major John B. Jones to San Olisario to calm everybody's nerves. Well, Mr. Jones goes over there, meets with the, the ringleaders, and comes to an agreement to stop all hostilities, not shoot, don't kill people or anything else. And while uh, Mr. Major Jones is in San Olisario in West Texas, he hires a new group of Texas Rangers. Major Jones didn't have a lot of experience with some of the people that he hired. He hired a, a John B. Taze to be captain of the uh, of the Ranger Company in El Paso, the Frontier Company, and 20 new Rangers. Well, when you look back on the Rangers that were hired, uh, many of them were not uh, of the best character. Several were outright outlaws and um, had terrible reputations. Well, John B. Jones goes back to East Texas and leaves the new ranger captain to handle and keep everything calm. Well, didn't quite work out that way. Seems like that uh, shortly after Jones left, Mr. Howard and Mr. Hayes Hayes decided to go in and uh, meet with the folks again in San Olazario. Well, they were immediately surrounded. Some people said there was as many as 600 irate Mexican Texans that were trying to stop the Texas Rangers. Well, they held them for three days and uh, after three days they surrendered. It's the only time that Texas Rangers ever surrendered to a, to a mob. Well immediately what happened is the mob got a hold of Mr. Charles Howard, the merchant that owned the store where the rangers were hiding. The rangers had even, you know, John Taze had even tried to come in and 
get into the the mission church there at San uh, San Elizario and uh, ask the priest to protect them, but the priest wouldn't protect them. Anyway, the irate Spanish salt gatherers got got the folks, the top three leaders of the Texas Rangers, and and Mr. Howard, and lined them up against an adobe wall and shot every one of them, killed every one of them. Then they immediately went in and took took their axes and their hoes and they chopped up the bodies and carried the pieces of the bodies to an abandoned well about half a mile outside of San Elizario and dumped what was left, the bloody pieces, in the well. Now, what have we got? No one, not one shot has been fired in the Salt Flat area. It's a hundred miles away. Everything is taking place in the community of San Elizario. Things are tough. The only Texas Ranger company to surrender. Well, this caused a lot of problems. You've got everybody that is involved in the so-called salt war. The major political players in Texas and northern New Mexico You've got them all. They've got papers filed against them. They can be arrested. They can be thrown in jail. And you're talking about 500 people. So, you've got quite a mess on your hands. 1877, 1878... Unbelievable problems in West Texas. So what's going to happen? <laughs>